0: Hey, 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 I know I sound stupid. I'm sorry, I can't help it. I am stupid. Okay, this is Lee Jackson, America's Finest watchman, with you again. Episode number one, I think six, six. Boy, we're getting up there, aren't we? We're having so much fun and I'm giving you all my secrets, all the fun. You know how lucky you are to be able to hear all this and see all this stuff. Oh my God. Took me years to figure this all out. And you're getting my expertise for nada just because I want everybody to continue enjoying watches. I think it's great. I think it's absolutely fabulous. And we were talking about Vacherons and I was telling you you could get into Vacherons much cheaper than a lot of watches. Especially Paddocks. Paddocks are way up there. Rolex is way up there. But Vacheron, now you could get something decent. Like I started looking. I mean, here's these really nice ones. Um, Like here's an 18 karat 1950s Patrimony, which Patrimony just means a regular timekeeper that's a dress watch. Their new line is called Patrimony. So if you look at a, you know, 2020, 2021 watch and it's just a nice timekeeper and it's like a dress watch they call it a patrimony watch that's the name of them so any of the older ones they find that have the that look like that they call it the same thing even though it's not that's okay this is a beauty it's got the little hat for the winder for the crown which i really like it's got little teardrop lugs looks like a big watch which is very important because in the old days they didn't make big men's watches Okay, so it's 35 millimeters without the crown. That's pretty good size. That's a decent size watch. The crown's going to add a few more millimeters to it. So that's a decent size watch. Probably 37, 38 with the crown. The dial is redone. It's plain but nice. It's got applied numbers, which I really like. That was a big thing. Let's take a look. The movement looks pretty rough. Not terrible, but it's had some work to it. That's another thing you need to do. You look on the inside of the back of the case, the inside, and people will mark on there that they've done work on watches. So a lot of times when it gets serviced or overhauled, they'll mark the date on it or something. So you look in there and you can see when it was serviced a lot of times. This one doesn't have it. And this person, this yo-yo, whoever they are, put up a picture of a Rolex in there. They're really dumb show a rolex movement for a vacheron i mean give me a break it's not even the right movement so now this person is see this is good for you come to think of it when they put up all kinds of weird stuff or they say weird things or the pictures are lousy now that's going to limit who's going to bid who's going to jump in on these things who's going to buy and if you're smart and you got the right eye You can tell what the hell is going on, swoop in and make one hell of a deal. And I've done that many times where the person says, I don't know, this watch is not working. And you look and it's quartz, you know, it doesn't have a battery. The battery's dead or they didn't wind it. They think it's quartz and it's not, it's mechanical. That's for you to figure out. That's for you to take advantage of. And when you find things like this, my suggestion is jump on it. People are going to be scared off by this watch because it's got in the pictures and there's probably 10 pictures. One of them is a Rolex automatic movement that says Rolex on the rotor. So it's clearly not for this watch. So that's going to throw people off and they're going to go, wait a minute, does it have that movement, which would be wrong for this watch? Does it have a Vacheron? What does it have? And yet, if you look, there were pictures of a Vacheron movement. Definitely. Some of the pictures had the right movement and then one of them didn't. So I want to look at the date if I can. Um, It's a 454 movement. They usually mark them on the later watches on the movement. There's a little box with numbers in it. Like it says V454. That's the movement. And then the number should be on here, but I don't see it. Here it is. I just can't read it. It's no, is that Swiss? Yeah, that's not a number. That's Swiss. It's just as a bad picture. Okay, so I don't see the number on here. <clears throat> Sometimes it's under the balance wheel. you got to look really carefully. Uh, let me see if there's a better picture. Let's see if it's on. I, can, I can't read it on any of these. See, this is bad because I can't get the number off of this bugger to see what year it is. But I can tell you it's 40s or 50s. There's no question in my mind. And because it's larger, I'd say it's probably 50s simply because it's bigger. Uh, the dial is a restored dial that's in bad shape. It needs a dial. Dial's very plain, too. The gold numbers need to be fixed. They're all nasty looking and corroded. When you send it in to have the dial refreshed, restored, repainted, whatever you want to call it, they will take the numbers off the dial and somehow bring them back to new. So they look fantastic. Because these, this one, like the three and the four are all corroded looking. Seven's all corroded looking. 10 doesn't look so good. 11 doesn't look so good. 12 looks good. 1, 2, 5, 6, 8, 9 look good. The rest look bad. Plus, if you look at the dial and you look at the name Vacheron, you can see it's not very sharp the way it's printed. It's kind of mushy looking, the letters and stuff. And that right away tells you there's a bad redial. And it doesn't say Swiss at the bottom, which also tells you it's not original. But then again, If you had a watch from the 40s or 50s, had original dial, it would look like hell anyhow. I mean, it would have to be kept in a safety deposit box for 50, 60, 70 years to come out looking really good. If you wear it at all, it's going to get messed up. These are not water resistant watches. So the case lets things in and also it's getting sunlight and so on. And that doesn't help either. Now, whoever redialed this in the older days, they didn't do such great jobs, but they're getting better and better and better. They put Swiss on them. Now the redials, they look sharper. I would redo this. I'd really redo this dial. Make it look really beautiful. I've told you many times when you redo dials, you pretty much are in control of what they do and how they do it. Okay. So that one, how much was that one? That one was, um, I mean, it's weird. They it's, it's at $510, but they want 5,000. So I don't know if they have a reserve on it. You got to look at reserves. Yeah. There's no reserve on it. Generally, generally, when you put something up for auction, you're going to make less. You're going to get less unless it's something everybody really wants and then it could go through the roof. So again, you got to have a lot of patience to do this. You really do. I mean, I hate to say it, but you have to have a lot of patience because you're going to jump in and buy the dumb thing sight unseen and you don't even know what you're getting. Okay. So the next one I see, uh, it's coming from Brazil, believe it or not. That right away is a red flag because I don't know what they do in Brazil. It's a beautiful one with big teardrop lugs. This one's got a second hand at six o'clock. So it's probably later just the way it looks. So my guess would be somewhere in the fifties got to look at the inside of the case, make sure it's marked Vacheron in the inside of the case. Uh, this one has a engraving, which I do not like. Now let's talk about engravings. It's a decent size and it's been completely serviced. Somebody took this watch apart and completely serviced it. So that's on the 200 bucks that they're throwing in just for you. So they're saying 1939. Um, but that's not, he doesn't know. 430s could be 437 790 let's take a look 437 430 yeah it's before 1940 Uh, see to me it looks newer i would have said 50s because it's larger and it looks newer looks better so i would have guessed it a little later but then again i would check it out and he's right 1939 um it says This one is not that big. 30 millimeter case size without crown. So it's a very small case. So those of you that like bigger watches, not for you. Women, yes, it would work for a woman. But you got to decide, can you be happy with a smaller watch? Or do you need big, 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 big? Okay, so let's move on. Uh, Next one is a Vacheron Constantine Overseas blue and it's up for nine hundred and sixty dollars okay so first of all a lot of red flags pop up this is really good first of all an overseas is very expensive and for them to put it up this cheap makes my alarm bells go off it doesn't look real from the front it's got a blue dial it's got a bunch of complications it doesn't look real and if you have any trepidation don't buy it because you will be screwed okay so i'm looking at this watch nice looking watch it has a glass back yeah it looks fake this is fake this is not a real watch it's got a glass back says vacheron i don't think it's real and the person selling it this is the next thing you gotta look at is what is their rating there's a new person so what they do is they sell you a piece of junk and then you go after them and they just leave. They just disappear because they don't have any ratings or anything. They're not around. Yeah, I don't believe this. Yeah, this is impossible. It says uh 70s overseas tourbillon, moon phase self-winding on was made real snakeskin leather band. Whoop de doo. Beautiful rare vintage fine works great, great condition. And then they put up there it's a 33 millimeter dial all working on yeah i think this is not real i would be very careful i would i would pass on that one that does not look real especially for that price but people are bidding you know who knows maybe it's somebody that doesn't know anything possible 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 okay so next up we come up with some women's watches some marriage watches and we're in the 2000 range now and I see a bunch of those um, uh, those mystery dial watches, ladies watch. Ladies, for some reason, go much cheaper. There's another mystery dial in really good shape, though, for 2200 but really good shape. Let's take a look. Yeah, dial's nice. It's original, and it's pretty clean. Let's see what the movement looks like. No movement. Okay, so I'm not showing you the movement, so that's bad right off the bat. I don't like it. I don't like it unless they're going to, it says one year warranty. So what's their warranty? If they really have a one year warranty, then you don't have to worry about it. Uh, Yeah, they give you their own warranty, which is fine. Let's see what their rating is. Yeah, rating is good. Yeah, they're okay. And they're saying it's in good shape. So, you know, if you don't want to see, if you don't want to check the dial and you're fine with this other person, then you just go with it. You know, and you take a chance. But when you're spending that kind of money, my suggestion is ask every question in the world you have. Don't buy it and then be unhappy and say, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Here's more of these mystery dials. Holy mackerel. 2200 2000 lots of them. Lots of them. I mean, lots of them. Okay, here's another one. 2400 So there's tons of them. Um... All right, so here, let's get into regular Vacherons. Here's one they want, 2,400 for. It's a 1962 Vacheron. It's got one of their best movements. If you ever see this movement, it's called a Caliber 1003. Very good movement, very thin, very one of their better movements they ever made. And it has kind of a Zephyr bezel on it. It's a thick bezel on a dress watch that has florentining to it. That's like crosshatch pattern. It's uh, nice, but dated looking. Let's look at the movement. Movement's in good shape. Yeah, the wheels and everything look good. Screws look good. Yeah, this thing was taken care of. Okay, so here's the problem with it. First of all, it's got a big engraving on the back. We're going to talk about that. But it's a screwback case, which is really good. And it's marked Vacheron on the inside. Why is is a screwback case so good? I'll tell you in a sec. Okay, a screwback case keeps more water out than a snapback case cuz you screw it down. But this has a very deep engraving. So, here's the deal. You can polish out some light engraving. But if it's heavy, thick, deep, it is hard to polish out. Now they can fill it in. If you have someone who knows what they're doing, they can fill in the engraving with gold. You're still going to see something, but it'll look a hell of a lot better filled in than it does if it bothers you. But that detracts from the value of the watch. And you have to realize that. That's why it should be cheaper. Now, this watch, it's triple signed. It's got a really good, one of the best movements they ever made. It's in good shape. It's 18K yellow. Um. I'm looking at the case right now. The case looks good. Let's see what the lugs look like. Lugs have some scratches, but nothing serious. Nothing I couldn't take care of in about five minutes. Uh, Case is marked. It's triple signed. Yeah, it's it's in good shape. The dial says Swiss, and it looks like an original dial to me because I see flaws on the edges. So it could be original. It's very plain. It's a silver dial with a gold watch. It's kind of plain. I would change that. I don't always restore watches to what they look like because a lot of times they were boring to begin with. Why not wake them up? Why not redesign if you can without screwing them over? I mean, you don't want to make them bright purple or something stupid, but if you make it nice, what the heck? Okay, here's a nice Vash. Now, these are all older watches. This one looks a mm, little newer. One of the things you can tell with Vash is you look at the dial. I got to take a quick break. So this is the last thing I'm going to say. I'm going to take a break. You look at the dial. If it has the Maltese cross, which is the symbol of Vacheron, it's probably late 60s and on. Before that, they didn't put the crown on the dial. It was on the movement a lot of times, in the case a lot of times, not on the dial. So that's a real quick indication of kind of the age of the watch. If it has the crown, the Maltese cross, I should say, on the dial, it's a later dial later watch okay we have to take a quick break we'll be right back oh i love that music Okay, so that's kind of important stuff to look for that we're talking about. The crown or the cross, it's the Maltese cross. It's the symbol of Vacheron. Paddock has their own symbol. And Vacheron uses this Maltese cross business. Um, And it's it's cool. I mean, it's cool. Nothing wrong with it. I like it. Uh, But it gives you an idea how old the watch is. So that kind of helps to determine, you know, how old is this thing? Okay, here's a marriage watch, very early. Looks like original black porcelain dials, kind of interesting. Okay, so we're getting into the meat and potatoes of the Vacheron line. Um, I'm still seeing a lot of the mystery dials, $2,500, 2600 go for a lot of money. Um, here's one, a nice Vacheron with kind of teardrop ram's horn lugs. And one of the things about Vacheron that I find very interesting is when you go into the forties and fifties, you see a lot of these weird lugs and Vacheron was famous for it. Patek, not so much. Audemars, not so much. Patek didn't do this. Vacheron's got these wild looking lugs and the lugs are the part that the band attaches to the stick out from the bezel of the watch. And if you look at some of these, they have these really interesting, like a teardrop design that you don't see on modern watches. Very cool. So here's one that's got kind of a teardrop ram's horn look. And it's stainless steel. So remember I told you stainless steel is not going to go as high, but they want 2800. The dial looks really good. It's a redone dial, but it's nice. Um, Let's take a look at the movement. looks in bad shape. Actually, mm, not so great screws look old yeah the movement doesn't look that great to me so i would probably steer clear this item is being sold in the current condition will not be covered by warranty yeah no kidding no kidding i wouldn't cover it either it doesn't look good what's the size that's the next thing we got to look at what is the size 35 millimeter so it's a decent size are they considering the crown now this one has a modern crown on it just a flat winder crown the uh, Vash runs from this period usually have that weird hat-looking thing on them. And if I could get a number, yeah, it's not clear enough to read. I could tell you, I could give you an idea of the age. Now, it's triple sign, so that's okay, but I don't like the condition. And what they're asking, too much. Why would you want to watch? I don't care who it's from, especially the best. That's in bad shape. And you can't come back from that. You can't. I can make it run. I can maybe fix it, up, but I'm never going to be able to polish it. You can't polish the movement. If that's the way it is, that's the way it is. You're stuck with it. So I tell you, look for better. Try to pick something better, especially if you're going to keep it. If you're just going to turn it around, no problem. You're going to flip it. Okay, flip it. But if I'm keeping it, I want something nice. Now, I'm still seeing these mystery dials. 2,700. Okay, now here's something I like. A tank. See, I like tanks. There's a Vacheron tank, but it doesn't say Vacheron, so that's a problem. It says J.E. Caldwell, and J.E. Caldwell was a very high-end uh, jewelry store, and they made watches for, they had watches made for them. So this watch says J.E. Caldwell, but when you look at the case, it says Vacheron. You look at the, the uh, movement, it says Vacheron. The movement's in beautiful shape, really good-looking shape. So what I would do with this is I would send it in, have it redone, and put Vacheron on the dial. It is a Vacheron. I mean, what the hell? You're not doing anything wrong. It'd be a triple sign Vacheron. And the movement says Vacheron. The case says Vacheron. So why not make the dial say Vacheron? You're not going to get the same appeal if it says Caldwell. And it's a redone dial anyhow, by the way, for you purists that are telling me, oh, no, 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 you can't redo that dial. You're going to mess it up. Well, most of these dials from these older watches are not original anyhow. And yes, there is, there are people that will tell you you don't mess with an original dial. You leave it alone. If it's clean enough, you wear it and enjoy it. Well, I don't agree. If it's in bad shape, I don't want it. I want to redo it. Okay, so let's let's march on because we're getting toward the end of this episode. So here's a nice, thin, round vacheron 1960s because it has sticks dial has been redone and it's kind of i could use it use a redial uh case the metal on the back is really bad on the inside the movement looks fine yeah the movement is a 1003 which is their best movement so it's a good movement and it looks okay not perfect but okay okay so now what we got to do is see what First of all, where is it? I see where it is. Who's got it? Now, what size is it? 33 millimeter, not including crown. It's got that very, very thin movement, a dine-dizeem movement, which is very thin, which is kind of nice. It has been polished in service, so that's nice. But they want a lot of money for this dumb thing. I mean, you know, you may say to me, oh, that's not a lot, but it's a very plain looking dress watch. It's nothing fancy. But is it enough to have the best, finest watch in the world on your wrist? That's the question. Even though it doesn't look great. Plus, if you're going to run around in casual clothes, it's too dressy. It's a plain dress watch. It's not really that great for that. If you, if you go to work in slacks and a coat or a shirt and a tie, perfect. No problem. But if you run around without, eh, not, not casual enough. Okay, so let's trudge on. Now comes one of my all-time favorites. And this is a tank made by Vacheron. It's a big tank case. I've seen this so many different ways, so many different designs on this. It's the same case. I've seen it florentined. I've seen it in different gold colors and different dials. Now, this one has a redone dial. I can tell already because it looks terrible. It's clean, but the, the wording of Vacheron Constantine does not look sharp. So I know right away it's, it's a redone dial. It does not have the Maltese cross. It has a sub second, but it's, here's the problem. They're small. I love them. I still don't have one of these and I really would like it. Uh, But they want, well, let me read you the size and you tell me. Okay. So the number is 488,000. So let's get an idea what year it is. Uh, 1950 is what I'm seeing but they made that case into the seventies. I've seen later ones with the same case. And when you look at enough pieces, you start to see patterns. It's kind of nice. Okay. Let's see. Did I tell you the size? Good seller, expensive seller. I'll tell you that. Um, Where's the size? 25 millimeter. Here it is. They're saying around 1940, which is about right. Lug to lug, it's 30 millimeters. The width is 25 millimeters. So it's a very small, kind of like the Cartier tank. It's not a big watch. It's small, but I love it. Now, did I see a picture of the movement? I don't think I did. Let's see if we can get the movement in the case. Here's the movement. Movement is in very good condition. Excellent. Yeah, it's like new, the movement. 17 joules. Very nice. Very nice. See, that's what I... If I'm going to spend that kind of money, I want to know my movements in really good condition. It's not a mess. Yeah, this one's clean and nice. Yep, this is a good one, but a lot of money. It's not cheap. Not cheap. Maybe you could grab this watch. I've seen them as low as $2,000, um, This one's in pretty good shape, but I don't like the dial on it that maybe that's just me you know maybe that's just maybe that's just the way I roll okay so let's keep going um because we are getting out of time here but I'm telling you Vacheron is a very good thing to be getting there's nothing wrong with collecting Vacherons if you got money and that's why I don't have tons of Vacherons just a couple because they're not they're expensive as hell they're not cheap I mean this is not an inexpensive watch but the value is clearly there. You can clearly buy a pre-owned Vacheron for a lot less money. Okay, here's a real interesting one. Oh, this is a Locotra. See, now they're trying to This I don't like this. They're trying to pass off La Coltra as Vacheron. And they're not. It says Locotra Calatrava Auto Vacheron Constantine movement Constantine movement bumper screw back. Okay, so it's a nice watch. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a LaCoultra. It doesn't even say Jaeger LaCoultra. LaCoultra was called LaCoultra in the U.S. And they're not showing the movement. And they got bad reviews. So forget about this. I'd run for the hills. They don't know what they're doing. How they can try to charge three grand for a LaCoultra movement. They're insane. But that's okay. That's what makes horse racing. We all bet on different horses to win, you know. It's the way it goes. Okay, so next up is a 1919 Vacheron, which I find hard to believe, unless it's a redone. Yeah, I think it's, let's see what they did to this. You got to read and look. Okay, so it's a ladies' watch, around 1919 platinum. I mean, it looks brand new. It really looks good. So let's see. So first of all, it's a ladies' watch, so I'm not interested in that. It does say Vacheron on the inside. It does say Platinum on the inside. Let's take a look at the movement. It is an early movement. It's not in the greatest of shape. 16 jewels, which is interesting. I don't remember ever seeing that. Doesn't give you the movement number, but it gives you the number is 385. Let's take a look and see what that is. It's early. Yeah, 385 is 1920. Believe it or not, that's pretty old. So if you wanted to get something for your lady that was, it looks, I mean, it looks really good. It's been redial, looks really good. Okay, so next up is one of those cool Vacheron tanks that we just talked about. A different one. The dial is trashed. Absolutely trashed. But it's a gorgeous case. Big, thick tank case. Wide bezel. Let's see what the movement looks like because the dial is trashed. The movement looks brand new. Movement looks really good yeah really good but they want like 2900 bucks i wouldn't touch it for that because you got to redo the dial and then again has it been serviced got to figure another 200 or more says so 1950s again 25 by 25 case which is not big it's very small it says the dial's beautifully aged the dial's trashed um Yeah, with service too. So that's good. But the dial, you got to figure at least two to $400 more for that. And it needs it bad. Okay, so we are coming to the end of this. Um, I'm trying to give you the best insight in how to buy and collect and what to buy and what not to buy and what to expect um, when you do buy something that's pre-owned because you don't want to get something and then You know, you paid two, three thousand bucks. You got to spend another thousand dollars on it. You should know that going in. You should have that in the budget so that you know that's going to have to be done at some point. I mean, I've gotten watches. I got a Vacheron that had a terrible dial and I thought it was original. I thought, oh, I can wear it. And I started wearing it. I was ashamed. I felt like I don't want to wear this. It's ugly. It doesn't look good. It looks old. So I had it redone. Looks gorgeous now. Redoing dials, I've talked about this in other episodes. It, you got to find someone who knows how to do it. you got to find someone that knows a place, like a jeweler, watchmaker, who knows where to go and what to do. And then you've got to sit down and decide what do you want it to look like. Do you want it to look old? Do you want it to look new? Do you want it to look colorful, dull? You name it. And what I do is I go looking through websites for watches just to get an idea of what it would look like with that color or that design. I do that a lot. And it helps. It gives me a really good idea on what to do. So we are coming to the end. And I do want to thank you. You know, I really do appreciate each and every one of you listening. I really do. And I am giving you insight you would not normally get. So have a great one. Thank you, Lee Jackson.